Hello folks, welcome to the weather report, where rain or shine we talk about how dark and deep Elysium is. Oh shit, you just come up with that? Came up with that on the spot. Damn son! Don't ask me to remember that in the future, because <laughs> it'll be different every time. Okay good, that's a lot less pressure on us. Oh absolutely, yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're going to be talking about a couple of episodes today, only a few. Um, I'm sure everyone's watched them because they've been out for about a year now. Isn't that crazy um, that we've been doing it this this yeah. long? Yeah. Well, I don't think... When did we actually start posting again? May. It was May, May. 14th, I want to so, say. So it hasn't been a full year since we started posting these episodes. But yeah, we've been recording for a little over a year, which is just insane. But yeah, we're going to be talking about, obviously, episodes 6 through 10 today. We're doing all the even five loops. And we've got the audio drama episode number two, which is kind of a nice little foreshadowing prequel for a couple of the episodes we're going to talk about, too. Because I don't know about your guys', but my timeline feed had episode two of the audio drama after episode six. Yes, I have thoughts on that. And, and I have... Yeah. I have... Behind the scene knowledge. We can talk about that whenever. Yes, please do. Because I was like, hey, I know what they're talking about, but no one knows what they're talking about yet. Just leading right into it, I remember when Kyle sent the script. I was like, you know this doesn't happen for like a few more episodes, right? He's like, yeah, I know. I'm like, you sure? You sure, bud? Yeah, okay. <laughs> All sure right, sounds good. Right. He, so he purposely right. wanted it to be a prologue or at least that the audio drama doesn't always happen at the same time concurrently right there's there's a little bit of time dilation mm -hmm. behind it classic classic storytelling tropes classic west world classic west world jeremy bear me style we're here for it so jeremy bear me it, it was on purpose and i realized that i probably should have had us or instructed us to listen to the third audio drama too but i didn't and by the time i realized it i was like too late <laughs> yeah and i kind of spaced it too um i don't think so i what i enjoy is i actually Typically, when I go through and listen to everything, I keep all the audio dramas for myself all apart from everything. So I actually don't listen to that along with everything. So I haven't actually finished all the audio dramas yet. So that's my little that's my little treat for me <laughs> while we're doing this is putting those in when we do stuff. So I was debating on it, but I I'll, I said I'll wait until next month. So you think it have yeah. a little audio drama as a little treat. Mm hmm. I'm always dramatic, and I need a I need a sampling of it every now and then on the commute to work, because work is obviously not dramatic whatsoever. Whatever you, the place you work, retail, yeah. <laughs> customer service, <laughs> everyone's friendly and appeasing to each other all the time. No, yeah, don't spread falsehoods. There, there might be young, multiple minds here. You never know. Good, they can be soul crushed along with the rest of us. So, yeah, let's just jump into yeah. it then. So, episode six. I'm trying to remember what the episode was called, because I'm a terrible person. Gosh, um, you're fired. I know. Well, I guess you'll have to recast me. No, we can't. We need you. We need you desperately. <laughs> we, can't do, we can't do that. Uh, yeah, so episode six, being taken for a ride. That was our first introduction to the lovely Timothy. That's right. Yes, because we hadn't hailed a taxi yet, and you just went full sail for it. You're just like party let's do it and i like how this is how you know people start to develop their friendships with npcs because obviously we're not totally sure where kyle was gonna end up with with timothy at the end of this i think he's just like timothy that's the name 
I, I, I think there was information that he had. Kyle is master creator of characters, so I know he has a list of NPCs that we can bump, it, bump into at any given point. I think Timothy was one. At least he has a fleshed out backstory now that I'm aware of, because I get mm-hmm. preview knowledge. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and we just started, finished recording some things with Timothy, and oh my gosh, that was, that was some interesting stuff. Real, real juicy, juicy notes. notes. I, I think it was interesting, at least for me, listening to this chunk of episodes, and we really find kind of our home base for the next season arc or two. And, and these episodes, like yeah. Kato, Timothy, those mm-hmm. kind of become our, our homeboys, and we start learning a little bit more about them. No names in particular is a place that, because it's kind of like our first real home, right? Where it's, mm-hmm. we, yeah. we, we're not necessarily adventurous souls, we're kind of going place by place. And I think it's because as characters, we think we're not going to be here long, so we don't need to go check out mm-hmm. a motel. Yeah, temperamental, yeah. Temporary uh, adjacency, as it were. But I think what I found really interesting is we talked, uh, we were going to go to the club district to get some information. Timothy obviously was going to lead us there. He's a cabbie. He was going to deliver us. And he said, oh, yeah, I got a really good place that it'll be quite lively because you wanted a party. And the place that we go to, No Names, has like maybe nine people in it. And that's it. It was disappointing. I was like, oh, yeah, very lively. I'll go get a beer. To be fair, he says he likes to relax after work. So we should have maybe picked up on a cue there, uh, too, of like, oh, yeah, it's, you know, mm-hmm. maybe not a pumping place. Mm-hmm. I was so ready to club, too. Mm-hmm. Even though it was already supposed to be pretty late at night, I was ready to be like, okay, let's keep partying. Let's keep it going. Let's just grind keep hard. Partying. Well, and you got, to party a, you got to party a little bit. It just wasn't your scene <laughs> in the next few episodes. But, um, True. Yeah, no, I think I think it was great. We obviously get to see... This is definitely a seedy underbelly, underbelly of of a place. Timothy's upcharging us. He's like by a lot figured out the mechanics so by a much. lot. Like the the ride, when we look at our map and we see from the distance from the station to No Names, I was like, oh my god, that tab was ninety dollars. We didn't even hardly go across like five yeah. blocks, let alone a rate that huge. Tourist chat, tourist tax, Which, I guess. Yeah. Jada had all sense and reason to be angry, and I would have probably been too as an actual person, but Clarence is like, I'm not going to stir shit here. We'll just figure something else out. I am so anti-conflict sometimes. I think I would have seen it like as a person and been like, okay. But like looking at the rules, because you know, all taxis have the rules up on the on the window, and be like, okay, so mm-hmm. wait, how, how did this, how did we get here? Giselle just has too much fucking money to care. So, like, if for some reason someone couldn't mm-hmm. spring it, she would have paid for it. But also, she just... Mm-hmm. But she wasn't going to volunteer. No, 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 absolutely not. <laughs> of course not. Why would she? It's not like she was the one that hailed the cab. Oh, no, that's... Oh, gosh, she is such a princess. And I, I just... I think we start to see it in this and just throughout the rest of the episodes. We really start to hit our stride as characters. And, like, what to expect from us. And mm-hmm. our expect from them, too, as far as interactions mm-hmm. go. And us all trying to sit as far apart as possible in the cab. Like, that was a descriptor of, like, if we have a bunch of people yeah. in a car and we're just trying to... Mm, yeah. No. <laughs> we, have the, we, have the cha- we have the chair display and then we have, like, the taxi display where yeah. you just get in all willy-nilly. I'm, like, cinching up my jacket to, like, get <laughs> tight together. And then we're on opposite ends of it. And Jade is obviously in the front seat of all places. <laughs> I... 
I'm going to take shotgun. I dare you to take that from her next time. Just be like, no. No, no man. I said shotgun now. What's that line in uh, Red versus Blue? Shotgun, shotgun. Shotgun's laugh. Shotgun's laugh. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> that would definitely be a drunk Clarence thing to do right there. Just like, I don't care. I'm sitting in front. You're going to sit there. All right, fine. I'll sit there too. I'll sit here. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And that was like really upset sex was us taking a taxi ride. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I... And we get we get to no names and then we're introduced to the boss. The boss. Kato. Boss. Kato, who is an interesting fella himself. I, I think it's so easy to get sucked into this world and Kyle's storytelling, the music that's involved, and then it's over. And I'm like, wait, but I want more. And luckily at this point we have all these episodes that we can binge in an mm-hmm. afternoon if we really want to. But yeah. at the same time, like, oh, yeah, no, that would have sucked waiting for another half hour episode. What? Mm-hmm. I can just, what's the palette? Just and, to come. And, and, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but then we get into the next episode, the seventh episode, and then, yeah, we actually get to interact with Kaito. And straight off the bat, I thought it was going to be a whole lot more confrontational than it ended up being because Kaito's like, oh, you're not going to pay people? <laughs> All right. Well... We have uh, things that we can deal with to do that. And I think, luckily, I think you stepped in a little bit more to help Giselle kind of ease how things were getting ramped up, I guess. Me, I was just like, I'm just here for a beer. (laughs) This is definitely a, uh, we start to see the temper of Jada. Like, there was a little bit of the irritation Mm -hmm. in the last, or the first five episodes. But I think this is, we're starting to see the temper that's just always boiling at the surface. For, for poor Jada, who just mm-hmm. is trying her best. Yep. Doesn't have any, the control of any of the situation anymore, unfortunately. And then there's you still being a little bit in denial with that being unveiled. And then me just like, I guess it's weird. I'll go with it for the time being. But I'm not going to do it sober. <laughs> That's right. We have a whole conversation about, hey, is is Clarence an alcoholic? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's goodness. right. You're like, no, I just... I just like a beer every now and then. Just ask super casually. You can't ask people that. Yeah. You can't ask people that. It's it's not a thing. It's just rude. It's the 90s. It's not a big deal. Everyone was drunk in the 90s. Babies were drunk in the 90s. I mean, it was the 90s. It's legitimately the 90s <laughs> right there. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, and then we obviously get to meet a very interesting uh, cook bartender person in the very front. Very mutant docile has a little flip book for us i I don't want to spoil anything so i won't say it just the characters we meet here become (laughs) i say important like they're just reoccurring these are our first reoccurring characters and being able to go back and relive the first times we met them yeah and i think obviously for the listeners and the viewers just go back and listen to them and see how excited alex especially gets when meeting npcs because let me tell you that just it always routes back to i want to go talk to him it's so mean it is so mean of me because i a i can tell like you and bianca are like it's fine it's another person i'm like yeah but no i can tell kyle this one has a name this one has a description we need to go talk to them mm-hmm. we need to know what their entire background origin is Need to corral it's just, him it's into twofold. it. It's twofold in that it's mean to you and it's mean to Kyle because even though he has his character and his information, it's like I want everything immediately. And it's me grilling him like, hey, how much information you got prepped? Because <laughs> I think that's almost like every single D and D meme that's out there is like the throwaway NPC. 
okay, cool. And then they're like, like wait, no, I need to know story. everything. I am super bad about NPCs. I think I've talked about this before. So the fact that Kyle has ones ready, I'm like, oh, if they're ready, that means to mean that we need to talk to them. So let's talk to them. They're named. They're important. In my show, I literally have a binder or a section of my binder that's listed VIP NPCs. So those are the ones that are actually named. And are Everyone else is me looking around the room and being like, Rose. Uh, staple. Glass. Staple. Uh, <laughs> it's a very sure Jan <laughs> method of naming things. Yeah. And I think that's why Kyle does such a good job, obviously, with fate mastering and everything. is because you wouldn't know if he's stuck on his toes or anything. During our recording sessions, what I especially love about Kyle is he just has a way to narrate that allows him to take pauses and it's actually, um, you know, incentful or it's, it's incentive and he can, you know, just make it off. Like he might be playing with it, but he still goes along with it. You can't tell with him if it's intentional or not. So you're just like, yes. he meant to do that. That's good. That's good stuff. Or sometimes he'll be like, if he, or if he gets stuck on order or something, he's like, I'll edit that it's out. Fine. That's we fine. don't need to worry about that. That's a future, future Kyle problem. One it's of the fine. things that I, one of the very first conversations I had with Kyle yeah. was when he was on another show. It was like, he was dipping his toes into podcasting. And I was like, hey, I like listening to you because you sound like Matthew Broderick. So if you could just talk forever, that'd be really cool. Like, I was 100% smitten with his voice because I was just like, I sound like Ferris Bueller. Still stand by that to this day. I, I just really enjoy listening to him talk. <laughs> it's a good thing I do a show with him. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> he's really good. Yep. I mean, thank, thank God. Thank God, right? could you Otherwise, imagine? Things could end up bad. Whatever, he's listening. Fuck you, Kyle. <laughs> Yikes. We wouldn't have shows. <laughs> First I'm sweet, then I'm sour. It's like a reverse Candy Patch Kid. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's so pretty Wait, accurate, how do we get to elsewhere? So, after that, that's when we needed information uh, about Lloyd, obviously, because we were trying to track him down. Kaito hadn't seen him, but he knew he of him, of seedy people that were also outsiders and said to inspect elsewhere and so he's just like it's just down the road and we're like well we're not going to take another cab because we just got ripped off significantly and i and i love these next episodes just because <laughs> one i part i i for part oh, you love that being a part of it i'm gonna tell our producer <laughs> two <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> cut me out entirely just let me watch you record it and just let me be there for the rest of it. So I think like even before we get in, Jada's fight, well, A, going to the, to the phone, which I, I will give the minor spoiler of like, that's the last time we have contact with the phone up until like right now as we're recording. We don't have another phone call like that. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so like, again, going back and be like, oh God, that's right. We have this whole phone mystery that we never really solved. And then Jada has the most anime fucking fight scene. Ever. Because Clarence and Giselle went in. We're like, oh, yep, we're going to go go to the bar mm -hmm. and find the people. Yeah. And then she gets stuck outside of these three brats. And I could just totally imagine it very My Hero Academia style mm -hmm. of, like, the pains back and forth. and It's a very visceral fight, for sure. Just because, you know, she doesn't really have anything. She tries to whip out, like, a taser or a gun and then doesn't work out. And then she ends up just stealing a bat from one of these guys and the just starts such beating a the talent. piss out we of them. We talked about that last time. Which... But what a fucking talent to be able to to describe mm -hmm. combat in a way that did not bore me to death. Mm -hmm. 
I just liked it because you and I are obviously in here, like our characters are obviously gone, but we're listening to the actual interaction and how pissed she's getting. And we're just like, oh, we're going to deal with a really cranky so Jada after this. I, and before the fight starts, fuck him up. Good. Fuck him up, Zabas. Fuck no, him up. No. Yep. Oh, she didn't disappoint. Jada did not disappoint. Um, and then that's obviously where we get the tie in with the audio drama with with Bam and Falcon. It's, I mean, it's only like a partial end to it, because obviously this, we actually in the drama meet the goat before we actually meet the Mm -hmm. goat in the game. Um, Because meeting up with a person so they can continue their investigation, and so we're not exactly sure what's happening there. And then it's a failed mission on someone's end, and apparently they're tied with the goat as well, too, so those kids it just started cranking the wheels in my head i'm like okay well this is someone on the goats and that disappointed or something so were they the hitman or was it someone else that the goat just wants out of the way I, blah, I, blah, blah. so i think there's supposed to be really one of the three kids that beat up jada and like i just made the connection today as i was listening to it of mm-hmm. the goat tried to fucking kill us already and, and of course this is out of character knowledge that can't be applied forward but mm-hmm. yeah the goat totally just tried to annihilate at least one of our strongest people because the goat knows there's some timey-wimey stuff happening. Yep, and just knows when they're expected to come or something like that. And so it's just interesting to think that, you know, no one's really on our side, per se. It's like, okay, so what was the intention behind this? Just to get a quick reset in or something like that? Or or is there something else going on, obviously? But yeah, just the descriptor of the kid or whatnot at the house, just saying... We we got her alone, but she just fucked us up. <laughs> it's like, like we weren't ready for that. It's like, well, that's why your boss needs to give you more information on shit, I suppose. Well, and we're we're the newbies from up top. There's no reason for us to be powerful, right? No, like we're just true. average humans, and they and they and they did say they're they're something special, and so it leads into that mystery of like there is something further going on with us than even we currently know in the story too. So I think it's definitely gives the readers and listeners something to to think about. I haven't talked about it, but Giselle definitely has been bitten by a radioactive spider. Mm. So I'm about to totally stole that. Yeah. Totally stole that from me. <laughs> it's the same spider. It's okay. It's okay. Um I mean that's con- that's canon in Marvel comics too, so that Giselle gets bitten by a radioactive spider? Man. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even know if Giselle was in Marvel comics, so we got some serious plagiarism going on right now. Okay, my mind is spinning about where Giselle would fit it into Marvel comics, and we do not have time for this. I mean, we do, but but <laughs> we I do, don't but we don't. Discord chat, be like, okay, but if these people Maybe. were all in Marvel, where would they? Where be? would they be? Uh, yeah, but yeah. So then Jada fucks up some people, and we end up at the elsewhere. In the meantime, and we happen to just nonchalantly go in two separate doors what killed me at any point we could have left that room like before like conversation started we could have looked around and been like mm-hmm. oh they're not here let's backtrack and go to the other side yeah. neither of us thought about it we're just no. like fine screw yeah. them well i think the way here. kyle definitely wanted to entice us to go those other ways because we were just both like is this he said it in the sense that it's an entryway to like what looks like to be the same point because it's just supposed to be kind of like one of those barrier walls that you go through so it's a dual entrance and so we're just like well that's weird maybe she got went to go powder her nose or maybe they're at the pisser or something like that you don't know so you're just waiting there forever like hmm 
they're really destroying that toilet. That's, That's true. I forgot that he gave the the description that like that it should have been the same entrance. That that does mm-hmm. make more sense. It yep. makes it me feel like we have less or we have smarter characters. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we don't. don't. <laughs> Especially as a player, because this is for further into the episodes, but you have the option to just go out of the room and go back, but you want to try the hard way to I had to, to know. merge. That obviously I, you had to know. I don't know if that was more a Jezel thing or more of an Alex thing at that point in time. Both. <laughs> this was the hardest part of sometimes you can't bounce against those walls like what's what's player what's character where's it in between is there an in between because again there's nothing wrong with just playing yourself in a game right yeah and it's it's i have the line too of there like she's so stupid like i have so many questions but i don't think she has the wherewithal and the experience of nerdism to like want to ask more so like Mm -hmm. i had to tone it back where she's smart and that she's inquisitive but she's not smart in the fact that she has the same experiences as i did Right. And more importantly, when we hit this part of the story, I had just finished binging like the first two, three seasons of Magicians. And there is oh. a lot of timey wimey mm-hmm. bullshit that happens in that show. And I was like, oh my God, I have so many questions. I'm so in love with Magicians. I have so many consider- like questions, 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 questions. And it was just really hard to make sure that it maintained in character right. versus trying mm-hmm. to break that fourth wall. Yeah, your, your brain was already Alex set from know. a TV show that but, you're just like locked in on a certain thought or concept and you're like this is how i see everything else currently right now mm-hmm. it was just really spooky good timing on the matter and as far as moving poofing over that is still a pretty giselle thing i would have fucking walked out and been like nope <laughs> i'm gonna take this the hard way but she is Pass. so curious after again the, the the magic trick of the fire from felix i think mm-hmm. in the first few episodes yep she's so power hungry in her own ways it's just she's like okay what are the rules what what is power down here what are the and rules? i think i think her curiosity is different than clarence's and yeah. like what drives her to curiosity but clarence is just curious power, about things about he's that. just like hey what's that over there oh i probably shouldn't do that that's risking my neck uh, okay <laughs> But we'll backtrack a little bit because yeah. obviously at this point in time, we had left you just on the other side by yourself. Mm-hmm. But then at this point in time, Jade is coming back and getting into the elsewhere and comes in the same entrance way I do. So obviously she sees Clarence there and Clarence, we had to wreck on a little things because I didn't understand how injuries were. <laughs> Injections versus slashes. I thought there was blood everywhere, but no, just a couple of stabbies. We stabs. And... Yeah, we stabs. So you have a concerned Clarence actually trying to, like, patch things up and help her and stuff. And it's just not necessarily endearing, I don't think. It's just... I think it is. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's just like a wet blanket trying to, like, you know, help. You know, oh, there's a spill here. And it's like, it's, you're not helping. It's like, oh, <laughs> but... but... <laughs> you're using the wet napkin. What are you doing? <laughs> Pushing the water puddle around the table. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just kind of like shifting it elsewhere. I think that is such <laughs> a good everything. description of Clarence's version of helping. He's trying. Yeah. yeah. But there just is something missing in yeah. the connection oh, between the two. I need things. to put out this fire. Let's throw some gasoline on it and yes. see if that helps. <laughs> it's a liquid accounts, right? Yeah, exactly. Liquid like water, you just pour it over and it drowns yeah, it. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Solid logic, Clarence. Oh, Solid Clarence, logic. You're so pretty. <laughs> it's just a cinnamon roll. <laughs> um but yeah, so obviously we're getting that and meanwhile you're drinking a Zima, of all things. <laughs> okay. 
Okay, I feel the Just need... to put it in the place of 90s right there. I need to be very, very uh, clear in this, that none of us were old enough to drink in the 90s. None of us on the show. And that nope. makes it sound like we're su- we- super wee babes, and we kind of are. But the fact that even I knew what a Zuma was when he said it, I was like... Mm-hmm. As he was describing, mm-hmm. like, it's going to be a fucking it's gonna Zima. Be, it's going to be, yep, there well, it is. Zima's it is. right around, I mean, I'm I'm about 30 now, I'm 29 right now, but Zima's were technically still around right around the time that I turned 21. So I I do remember, like, we just had a stupid, like, college party, and we got the shittiest drinks we could find, and one of someone brought a six-pack of Zima's, and I tried one of those, and they were nasty well and i think what they did though so i think they were discontinued and then brought back i was mm, like this, this maybe nice that's what it happened because i remember there was like a big deal like zima's back and i'm like why it, like my my knowledge mm-hmm. of it from from media was that it was terrible yeah why would they bring it back wasn't any better the second time around apparently <laughs> i could also be totally off my rocker and have, yeah. have no idea but that's like that, I mean, that was my I, thought i look at it like zima's are our equivalent of you know, Smirnoffs or anything like that, or even Four Locos. They're just, everyone knows Four Loco. Everyone's tried one at some point I in their life. And you, right? Good I'm for you. So, I'm such a good, good girl. Good oh for God. you. No, I, mm, sounds like we have like a Patreon goal <laughs> right like, there. I'll drink a Four Loco. There it is. Oh God, yes it is. <laughs> God, gross. <laughs> And those are big cans. We're going to have to make you, like, chug half of one if, if we get a certain, like, money goal or something like that. I have that. a real hard time with alcohol and metal cans. It just, there's something about the the taste of it that changes for me. Like, I used to really like Mike's mm-hmm. um, hard lemonade. And then mm-hmm. I had it in a can. Ruined me forever. Could not drink it ever mm. again. I don't think I've ever seen a Mike's in a can it. before. And I was actually also thinking the other day, too, mm. as I was shopping for booze, um, I got this really nice four-pack that was called, like, Wicked Delights. And it's, like... Broken cookies, French toast, all imperial stouts, super delicious. But I was going through the aisles. I'm like, whatever happened to wine coolers? Like, I remember those were like such a big thing. Again, this like 90s, early 2000s, these bright blue and red Mm -hmm. and pink. My mom loved them when we were camping. And Mm -hmm. now that I'm an adult, I'm like, I want a fucking wine cooler. My mom had peach panini and pina colada wine coolers (sighs) all the time, just like. You know, in the side drawer, that was her like New Year's drink. So she would always have like a four pack or the six pack of the I wine coolers there. Oh. And yeah. Hey, remember how we said we're not alcoholics? Um, <laughs> Listen, we're been not. talking about alcohol for the last. <laughs> we're not. We swear. I'm drinking tea. And right I have now. my it's healthy. Fine. All those mango antioxidants. And blueberries. You're a boy. You don't need antioxidants. Hmm. Oh, sorry. Don't listen to me. I'm just spouting bullshit mm. right now. Mm. I don't know. I was like, yeah, maybe. But, <laughs> yeah, maybe. But it's got raspberry in it, so that's what's matter. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Sorry. But so we we go to we're we're obviously with Giselle, and she's got this Zima that she's trying to power down, and this is kind of our we get the segue, and this is where the other episode is cut that we see effectively the goat at the top of the balcony um standing over the top of us effectively and then you're the one that has probably like i'd say the most interaction to begin with obviously until jada storms over and we kind of find out it's a cool thing where the goat is you know existing on multiple planes almost or multiple dimensions as it were and can have 
multiple conversations at the same time. I just think that's an interesting thought process. I mean, it was an NPC. I had to talk to them. So. Yep. Exactly. You had to had to act like I like how you're like. I wasn't shouting like, "Hey, we're best buds" or anything, but you were just like, "I just want to have like a friendly wave, like like we know each other Such and everything." Shit. Like we're still there's the no reason pals. that should have worked at all. I was super surprised the goat came over. Like there no was reason no until reason. you're like, "Wait, you know me? Hmm, we've met before." I've been here. Hmm. That's when the uh class is like oh yes we're acting like we know each other and you're like wait you actually think you know me interesting okay and obviously at this point in time clarence has been dis- indisposed of at this point in time because he went to go get a drink f- to help out or get some water and something got slipped into his beer and and uh he just uh, I, stayed I there zombified for a while at this point since you weren't there I know we listened to it, but... Uh... Yeah. 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 I'm sure I missed a lot in the recording session, too. I can't too remember because... why, why you couldn't make it. I I was sick or something. I think I had, like, a killer migraine or something like that. I think I remember... Wake... No, this was... It was after that. I, I, I can't remember what it was, but I think we... I don't know if I had like some sort of like heat stroke or something because when we started recording this, I think oh, okay. it was like mid June or something like that. And I think what it was is it was either some sort of kind of killer migraine hit me, and I messaged you guys like a half hour before recording, and I'm like, That's I-, right. I can't That's make right. it. I am literally bedridden right now. I could not move, and I passed out as soon as I got the okay from you guys. You're <laughs> like, oh, I'll feel better. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like sorry i'm gonna die now well, so clarence and i uh, were both feeling the I can mode. Say this is one of our spectacular in- instances of a lore drop where we're just trying to get information because the the mm-hmm. good thing bad thing about being new to an area is that we're constantly asking information when we when we do meet new people and sometimes i feel like that can be a little overwhelming as a listener like wow god they have so many questions like no just we're just curious get too. to the <laughs> get to the good bits and when we mentioned earlier that uh, I picked the hard way now. to go, it's like literally a teleportation bloop bloop of some sort that got a really cool description from Kyle, and I cannot hold it, hold my stomach, and puked all over the elsewhere floor, which is super well, I embarrassing. Too, I still think it might be one of the more when embarrassing. Going back Giselle and listening moments. to it, you know, normally when you use fate points mm-hmm. and everything, it should work in your favor <laughs> to always get a better roll, and in your case, it did not. You're like gung-ho to use the mechanics and, soon, and it's like stop using fate points i'm like screw this why would i gamble yeah that's oh hey you know this main mechanic of this game well system too. uh fuck it <laughs> well i realized too <laughs> we're, recently we're too scared to use it <laughs> you know we're still recording we're talking about our fate points and the amount that ethan has versus what i have there's a miscommunication at some point where i thought we could never have more than three so when we reset I, at one point i had like eight or ten and Kyle, the way I heard from Kyle, I was like, no, 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 you should only have three. That's right. He was saying that if you ever, if you have more than three, you don't refresh. So I knocked out almost all my fate points, and now I just sit at three. And the last time we talked mm-hmm. about, I'm like, oh shit, like, oh, I damn. could definitely had more. Yeah. So we're gonna. That's the big thing. I think that's the big joke going forward from like I think even this episode was. Everyone predicted that you were going to be the fate hoarder or the point systems hoarder, and it's actually 100%. me at this point 100%. in time. Yeah, I'm just like. It's because you guys are using other aspects and mechanics of it that you're like, oh, we're going to compel someone to do this. And Clarence is the scapegoat for that. And so he just gets 
the rewards from it and doesn't know it. I, I think where I end up using mine the most is when I want something. And like, it just isn't a diary roll. I'm just like, can I have this object? Fake yep. point. Yeah, just give it to me. Because that is a secure... In one of, <laughs> in one of our previ- uh, most recent recordings, can I have a lock? Uh, if you want to use a fake point, yes, I want a lock here. <laughs> Small, dumb items. Just in, just in case. Um, yeah. So so I puke. It's super gross. Jade is there to kind of help pick her up, pick up Giselle. And then we continue to question the goat about more information. And this is when we learn that deals are going to be a common theme in this. Like, it was, it was mm-hmm. mentioned at the, at the metro station, but... Yeah, the, this, our orientation. Yeah, like, deals are, are a big deal here. <laughs> and oof, the goat decides they'll help us if we can take care of Frank Lloyd. Frank, Frank Lloyd? Lloyd. Lloyd. What's his first name? Frederick. Frederick Lloyd. F. Fuck off. We pay. F. F. We just said F in the chat. a lot of nice things about Kyle having characters with names, and we can't remember them for the for life of us. Whoops. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. At least Lloyd. I think that's the other thing. I think we're really good in this show. Um, we uh, all have first and last names, but for the most part, we kind of address ourselves by last names almost, it seems. Or at least mm-hmm. two of the three characters typically do in I some agree. fashion. Uh oh we, we make a deal but jada's like yeah sure let's make a deal we'll do this 100 percent. i'll take care of him and giselle's like no 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 what are you fucking doing can you not <laughs> don't get zonked <laughs> you what are you doing and again i think this was something that may or may not have been i think it was way more of out of character influencing again but we had to have one of us be at least somewhat mindful of 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 be a level head yeah that, uh, it doesn't y'all don't know her backstory but a lot of stuff she does is pretty calculated and i'm like okay she's already thinking we're in a mythical place maybe i don't know either way my yeah. can't have any loose threads a lawyer contracts like are scary we gotta make sure we do i'm this gonna right. call back to the and, audio drama uh, episode too because <laughs> that's our other kind of introduction to deals there and i think that's also why kyle wanted it to kind of be beforehand too because you know they you know falcon's character b just says yeah we'll make a deal but it's going to be the standard non-script nda clause and everything <laughs> like that so they already know the default okay. deals to do we're just like shake hands we're good class you son of a bitch exactly and that's it <laughs> so so we managed to get through this deal and kyle is so mean to us out of character after this because he's like you, you did okay i guess and i'm sitting here as alex like what the fuck did we miss I still listen back on that. I'm like, what did we miss? What was what was something that we could have done differently? And so I can't wait to see how that deal bites us in the ass later. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Well, and I think it's too funny too because I always go back to where the episodes are going to be here in the next next month's episodes. But how it, the go even said they they said that you know Frederick will be um, you know caught up in for a few hours here so sent him there and that's like without giving anything away obviously even though the episodes are out like (laughs) being stuck in that house it's like so if we even showed up would we have even had to do anything almost at that point in time i'm telling you the goat was trying to kill us has been trying to kill us we the goat is not our friend after we're listening to this stuff i'm like oh yeah we may be putting a lot of faith in someone who does not want Mm -hmm. us around Mm Hmm. yeah 
I, I one of the deals, part of the deal on on the goat's end was I don't want to hear about him, mm-hmm. talk about him ever again, mm-hmm. and it's like how do we complete that and let you know that that's been done? Yeah, like does is the deal suddenly in, incomplete if we come back to you? There was no discussion. Who? So oh yeah, I'm, well, I'm reading a and, lot into the deal now. Which and with I'm sure what we're recording right everyone, now, everyone we need should. to be especially. It's a good callback because we got certain things that are going to be coming up in the next few weeks that we're like, are you sure we want to do this? Yeah. Okay. Is this a good idea? No. Are we going to do it? Yeah. Probably. Probably. With gusto. <laughs> and, and so we, that, that's like a whole episode in itself. That, that was the first one that you were gone was us making this mm-hmm. deal. And then we leave poor roofied Clarence just to hang out. And we go to the bathroom. Somebody dropped me a Mickey. <laughs> and... Okay, I'm going to address this because I think it comes up in some of the episodes we've we've done. I know it comes up in a recording of of Clarence being drugged and talking about it. And Giselle has I have to like just clarify, definitely not my belief on the matter, but she is super snippy. It's like, what have you never been roofied before? And like tries to dismiss the fact that this is something that's super violating. It is not a good time. Don't roofie people. It's bad. Okay, if you've been roofied, I'm so sorry. Like. Those, like, character moments are like, oh, God, I am saying something fucking yeah. horrible right now. Horrible. And, yeah. and also for the sake of, like, define that character of, like, again, oh, you haven't, you haven't had this happen you haven't before. haven't been drugged? <laughs> it's fine. And, like, what kind of environment and in- insecure, unsafe yeah. places that she's been hanging out in in the past. But it comes at a, a very bad cost of, oof, and oof. Being very dismissive and callous about something like that. It's yeah. It's an interesting thing. And because... Kyle had me, after you guys were done recording that, he had me meet up with him, and we actually did a few sound bites for stuff, but they definitely didn't make the cut, because it wasn't working with anything I think he was looking for, or was thinking at the time, because he had me, like, make mumbles and groans and sounds and stuff like that, and so I was, like, halfway through the episode just waiting to hear me just say, like, something stupid, like, through the, and I was like, eh, that's fine, because... I think I may not have necessarily, like he says in the story and everything, or the goat even says, they're having a lot better time than they're looking like they are. Oh. And I think I misconstrued it that Clarence was not having a fun time whatsoever, and that follows into the episodes too. So, for but, some reason, I thought you guys did a one shot of like what that was like for Clarence. No, it was really kind of just some sound bites, if I recall, because mm-hmm. this again is a little over or a little under a year ago, but uh. We do have some one-shots with Jada and I, but mm. those are neither here nor there. I, so. I wonder, maybe it was just an idea that got tossed out and didn't end up happening. Been. It might have been. But. I think I think it maybe. no, I don't think it got tied to the dream sequence we have later, I don't think. But, yeah, there's always something that could be fun, because you still have the drugs, and I Jada d- technically still has. I do have drugs. <laughs> Where are the drugs? drugs. <laughs> uh, so we make this deal, and and so we leave Clarence, poor Clarence, off on his own. I don't think some of it was because Ethan wasn't here or wasn't there recording. So we're like, well, there's no reason for us to go engage with someone who's not here. So that makes like sometimes characters make silly choices, mm-hmm. right? In the sense, of, I was even more of a wet blanket at that time. <laughs> like looked over his shoulder. You good? He looks good. All right, talk to you later. He's standing. <laughs> He's good. So bad. And we do something that I think 
between all three of us, I feel like I'm the one who gets super pumped about this. I know Bianca appreciates it, but like mm-hmm. I just get super jazzed that we were able to roleplay two girls in a bathroom. Mm-hmm. Which sounds like maybe somewhat kinky. It's not. It's not what I mean. There is just... I think maybe the reason I like it so much is because I feel like we really did it well. And I mean, it's because we have uh, Bianca's uh, non-binary, but also has a fairly feminine persona and uh, does not discount being non-binary, but, um, Mm -hmm. you know, it has had female experiences in that sense. And us just being able to sit there and talk about (laughs) peeing and like talking over top of each other while it's happening. And, uh, like applying makeup. Both both characters being female and just having that female dynamic of powdering your noses and going to the bathroom together and everything like that. And it felt like, like it generally felt like that experience for me. It wasn't like acting. It was just like, I, I felt like I was having that digitally uh, with with a friend. It was weird. Uh, weird way of like meeting. Like, I, got, I felt like I went to the bathroom with my friend. Like it just. Yeah. It'll, it'll date it a little bit, but it's like how you and I on first we're talking about doll face and everything and them talking about going to the bathroom and everything is like yes yeah, it, it is i think it's just too perfect i we get to have these nice moments of one-on-one attention between characters which i i like what all three of us get to hang out talk obviously but there is something great when i see jada and clarence have moments to themselves and like when the, the like the kind of side comments that clarence and giselle have but whenever they get these like one-on-one moments in our in our trio are just very enlightening and like what people find important important enough to say in those moments and again jada feeling comfortable enough to be like hey i'm taking off my my shirt so that way you can see how fucked up i am and we've mm-hmm. only known each other for a little bit of time because again <laughs> girls bathroom yep. there's no laws like suddenly your best friends super secret handshake go <laughs> go <laughs> and being able to suddenly define the contents of my purse because it's just a small little mm-hmm. clutch. You're like, oh shit. I, I still need to go back no. and write that down. But, I mean, there's nothing really super important in there. It's like, I don't have weapons. <laughs> I don't have... It's all just a bunch of junk. But I'm sure at some point I can pull up. Like, remember this thing? This bag of lightly coated cocaine that I have? Well, and I think that's the crazy thing too. Is because I feel like we all have a decent either D&D or Pathfinder. Or just some sort of obviously role-playing experience where your inventory on your character sheet is like law you need to know and here we're kind of like yeah "Yeah, we have that it's fine it's like like we ask and kyle's just like yeah sure sure (laughs) all right i i feel like it drives him crazy though because one of the things he said at the very start of our of us recording was keep track of your stuff if you don't say that you have it you don't have it Mm -hmm. Uh, like being very considerate like mindful of what items you grab and if you have it, you you need to remember it. it's not my job. And so I'm like, oh, snap. Oh, who has the thing? <laughs> who has the thing? Well, yeah, that's true. Because that goes back to me thinking like, well, how much cash do we actually have here before we need to start like using the... I bring this up a lot just because I'm a money guy like for any kind of role playing. Because I'm like, I can't do things if I have money. I'm just buying beer left and right. And I'm just like, do I have this much cash? he's like, yeah, it's the 90s. You have a plenty of cash for, for that time frame. Like, okay. I don't know why Clarence is carrying around all this money, but sure. <laughs> Did I tell you I calculated out exactly how much money Giselle has? Did, no. Not I like on her person. But like, but like I went and did research for each husband, how much money she would have gained from their death. 
how much she saved, wow. how much she gave to someone else, mm-hmm. and, and all your offshore uh, accounts and everything. So, like, I have a, I have a number. I know how much money she has access to. Uh, it's it's different than this kind of nondescript throwing money thing that we're doing right yeah. now because again, mm-hmm. Kyle doesn't seem to necessarily care about money uh, and the fact that they're taking our money in this weird world. Anyways, it's probably saying something, but. I, I, I'm really glad it gave us a chance to show Giselle's stunt mm-hmm. of overseas bank account of like, yeah, once per game, I could just make yep. someone do what I want because I yeah. have the money. Yeah, just flexing. It's fine. I, I, I uh, made that like with a purpose, but also careful because it's super mm-hmm. easy just to yeah. do that because we don't have a defined game in our in our world, right? When we record, it's not just like every time we every time we come to the table is a game. It's like it might be two, three episodes. It might be one episode. It's kind of hard to tell, mm-hmm. but... It's hard to gauge that and then try to calculate per se how much money or what's being used when, especially with aspects. Um, I think Kyle treats uh, money like I treat weight in D&D games. I'm like, common sense. Common sense rules. Like, mm-hmm. Yep. You, are, you obviously don't, aren't carrying wads of hundreds on you at any I given mean, time. I mean, as a but... person, I sometimes end up carrying like pockets full of change and I'm like, I don't know in real life why i have this much change in my pocket but i'm gonna spend it while it's in my pocket so coat pockets for me like i just like reach in and it's just like all this change like i don't even spend cash that much where did it come from yeah it's always nice when you find uh, that 20 dollar bill in the in the jacket or something like that right but it's that but with pennies yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i think after that you guys obviously have a very good heart to heart and you're just discussing stuff and then we're getting ready to go, and that's where you get to use your, you know, aspect to have someone carry me to a taxi, just to non- chuck me in. Non-script NPC. This one didn't get a, got a name. Barely got a name. Yeah, just barely. I think, was it Miranda or something like that? Mary? Sorry with an M. We're super good at our job. <laughs> Continuing the trend. Uh, they but, expect it from us. We can't break the habit now. And, and the the deal was that I pay for the next fix. Uh, I also maybe mm-hmm. at the time thought that I would just give them my free sample. Like, why would I give my money when I have this free sample I can give out? Um, and then, gosh, is that where the episode ends? When us being checked into the taxi? Yeah, pretty much. I'm pretty sure that's where it ends because that's where we start going to Bonded House and everything. So... Then we're halfway through the story, or we're over halfway. There's yes. only 14 so episodes next episode, of part one. Or I guess next month, we'll kind of have to discuss, obviously, because we'll do 11 through 14 then. Um, mm-hmm. And then we'll have a couple more audio dramas, obviously, there too to, to cover, yeah. since we missed episode three on this one. But Well. Yeah, is there anything else that stood out particularly for you in, in those episodes, or anything that we missed while we were covering it? Anything that stood out to you? I'm trying to think. I, I I just I really enjoy seeing us come together as a cast, but also not feeling the need to be in every scene together. So mm-hmm. Bianca feeling comfortable mm-hmm. to go take Jada to the take a call. Yeah. And us feeling comfortable not to necessarily immediately find each other. That we kinda of did our own thing and we weren't trying to like panic shadow everyone. Yeah. We don't blatantly yeah. abuse the don't split the party <laughs> rule, but <laughs> it's it's flexible. It's it's a little bit. It's not every episode for sure, but for the for the certain beats, we definitely are like, yeah, let's go separate ways. It's fine. I, I think it just like, makes sense for those characters. We're not all best friends. We haven't really gone through anything at this point. Mm-hmm. Super traumatic. 
And yet. 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 And there's like no reason for us to feel the need to protect one another like like the human mentality of stay with people you know yeah. and protect your pack maybe i think jade is maybe the only one that really mm. needs that kind of security yeah where i feel like Just clarence like... and giselle if they found out they could never go back to chicago i think they'd be fine i think they'd be like okay you mean i can play music down here and you know not have to work for criminals but i still might okay i'm on path for finding husband number four <laughs> the other three weren't you know Dapper Prince Charming, some of them were monsters, so... Hey now. Hey My now. husbands are amazing, and I miss them dearly. Right. <laughs> the thing that killed Giselle's husbands. Yes. You might have to, you might have to find different stock <laughs> down here. <laughs> There's just more options here. It's fine. It's good. And other people to do it. Huzzah! It's gotta make a deal, Yeah, right? Exactly. Easy. Easy. Yep, you know paperwork. That's what's gonna happen. Yeah. Giselle's gonna make a deal and off both of you. See ya, sayonara. Wow, Bye. that's gonna be that's gonna be quite the uh, the story twist halfway through this. <laughs> Kyle's like, wait, no, what, what are what, you what, doing? What is this? What do you do? What are you doing? <laughs> you you use your aspect to compel a, an NPC or someone to kill one of us, and Kyle has no option. I, but I, to comply. You, we can laugh because we know I would never do that. I would never do that. That would Kyle, be betrayal. I would never do that to you guys. Oh my god. Like I just like my heart sees at the idea of do that kind of fuck your buddy yeah. mentality. Yeah. Just tables that run like that. Oh my god. That's a good AU we can use at some point in time for like a one off or something. Just like <laughs> Giselle killed Clarence. Listen, I'm just gonna say that evil evil Giselle is not as far away as anyone might think. I just I think it's a super like split person not split personality a split decision of it's just gonna take mm -hmm. one little straw to break and she's like whatever okay, inconvenience does am. it she's like all right well we'll get a little dirty burn the world here we come and look fabulous while i do it mm -hmm. i'm just i'm glad how mad you were that i didn't mention that it, mark was gonna be it him and john ham are two people that i absolutely adore i love watching their stuff but I'm not a big enough fan to keep track of what they're in. So when it's something they're in, I get really excited and really mad that no one told me. <laughs> it's a very pleasant surprise. So if you're looking at John Ham, I'm sure you've already seen Good Omens then. Yes. Because I don't think they keep mm -hmm. that secret that he's in that. So. That was also a surprise. And I remember seeing his name. I'm like, oh, John Ham's in this. And like, it also, I read his fucking name and it didn't connect in the credits. And then when he shows up, I'm like, oh, John Ham, John Ham, John Ham. John Ham. <laughs> Do you guys do there is an alternate him? universe where he did play Superman instead of Henry Cavill. I just know that for certain. And then that must mean uh, Jensen Ackles played Captain America, same universe. Mm -hmm. Or I guess maybe he, was like, he wasn't. It was like Captain America. That's the rumor. But I think it was that he was offered, or they were considering him for Hawkeye. Mm. And Jared Padalecki but... was in rumors for Nightwing. Mm -hmm. God, that would have been a good Nightwing. God, right? Yeah. Fuck. He's oh. gonna be Walker, Texas Ranger now. Speaking so. of, so this shirt I'm wearing right now, right here, mm -hmm. Sam Winchester actually wears this shirt. In nice. Season twelve. There you <laughs> season go. Thirteen. Um, I was watching mm. it and I was like, mm, I have that, and I looked down. I'm wearing that shirt. In fact, <laughs> <laughs> it's too perfect. I have flannel, but I don't think any of them match what they have. But it's very much in the same style. So this like I actually was like I paused. I have a screenshot. I'll send you. It was like I looked at the buttons. I was looking at the yeah. part. I'm like that's a fucking lucky brand flannel. Me, me in the costume department, supernatural. for like this. <laughs> I I see you show. I see you show. I see you, Vancouver, Canada. <laughs> All right. So yeah, let's go ahead and wrap up then. I guess. Do you want to pitch? I've been just leaning into it. Um, do you want to pitch the stuff that we do? 
yeah, so I can I can hitch yeah. that off. I had a, yeah. such a good intro. Why can't I, you know, take off the ending? Uh, yeah, so obviously we're uh, Alex and Ethan, and we work with the uh, No Show Radio Productions. So that's where you can find everything we do, from Facades of Gods to some Malifaux play to some new D&D play. So we have a whole bunch of shows and a whole bunch of shit-talking shows that you guys can watch. So... You you'll never be without your angsty fix for the day when you're in your daily commuter travels. So please feel free to reach out to us on Twitter at the FOG uh, or uh, No Show Radio or NSR podcast. Our, our, our Fog podcast um, Twitter is currently on hiatus. Hiatus, yeah. We have an account. You can follow us. You can mention it, but we don't post on it. So all are up to date. Yep, we do everything for the NSR. And yeah, you can obviously follow us on the Patreon, like here, if we do these reports, they're done live through the Patreon, and then they're posted on later, so if we continue doing this, which we will, because that's what we do, uh, you can find us there on the Patreon, No Show Radio Productions, and then, uh, No, uh, No Show, I already said that. Hmm? We're, we're No Show, did you know that? We're No Show Radio? Yeah, yeah, see? I'm No Show, No Show Radio Productions, how many times do I say that? One more time. No show radio productions. Oh, I love how you say it. You're welcome. Technically, we're not productions. We're just no show radio, but that's okay. Productions. Productions. Whispers in the background. <laughs> oh God, what's uh, the, what's the fucking thing from Stup Brothers? Um, God, their their production team or whatever. I I'm spacing. I on couldn't it. remember. I I only watched uh, it once or twice. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure it's really funny. So I'll laugh for you. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's something, and I'm going to remember it immediately after this is off the air. So, But uh, yeah, Alex, where can they find you at? Oh, they can find me on Twitter at Roll for Alex. Nice. Where can they find you, Ethan? They can find me at Anywhere That Matters with the handle sign Shaw. Or if you want to Discord, it's Rusty Doll Knife. So. That's right. Mm-hmm. Classic Boy Scout nickname that was later turned into an Xbox gamer tag. Uh, mine was Axel Grease. That's nice. my, that my original nice. handle. That's the other thing I've never actually mentioned, I think, on any of our stuff. If you do want a game with me, it's typically Rusty Dull Knife, anywhere that games. So, there you go, world. Whoa. And come come play Animal Crossing with me. I was going to say, I think you need to get your Animal Crossing code out there. Yeah. But. Yep. I think I already did that today, actually, because everyone was talking about it. So On our Discord. Just, just scroll. On our Discord, yes. On our, on our no-show radio Discord, so... Scroll through there. Other people posted it too because they're really excited. So, if you're not a no, sh- if you're not a Animal Crossing person, hit me up for the gamer tag for Doom. Let's I do that too. Doom. We got plenty of other games we can do. We can be Doom guys together. Is that the technical term, Doom guys? Doom guys. Okay, want to make sure. Just like Master Chefs. <laughs> Thanks, I hate it. Thanks, I hate wow, it. Wow, we did so good. Okay, let's get the heck out of here. Yes. Let's do it. Yes. Okay. Thank you for being a part of the Weather Report, gang. Rain or shine, we'll be here. Rain or shine, like we'll be here. I'll just say that from now on. Rain or shine. I don't like that one as much. Rain or shine, there is no sky. Get the fuck sky. out of here. Do that. All right. Bye. Shit. Adios. Bye.